Well, good evening, everyone. Tonight is Monday, June 19th, 2023, and this is episode 437 of the Lots Project podcast. And it was going to be a lots to talk about interview show this evening, live interview. Uh, but sometimes things happen, sometimes things happen, and uh, haven't heard from my guest and not seeing him uh, jumping in here at 10 minutes after I figured. Uh, why not jump on and see if anybody's uh, waiting in the wings and if anybody had any topics they wanted to talk about. Uh, Corey suggested that I pull up what's on my phone and uh, and talk to you about that. And unfortunately, before the show, we were looking at um, information about armadillos. We were, uh, yeah. So, you guys want to hear about armadillos? Anybody want to hear about armadillos? Um, in the United States, there's only one type of armadillo. <laughs> Kyle says you want an easy button. Kyle wants to come on the show. Kyle wants to come on the show. Kyle, do you want to come on the show? You can come on the show. I'll grab you a link. Hold on. So, anyway, the nine banded... Um, nine banded is that the nine banded armadillo is the um is the type of armadillo that we have in the united states we currently have one sitting across the street from our um, from where we're staying he happens to be deceased he happens to have been there for a few days and the um the vultures finally found him today and so that's why we were looking up armadillo facts. Corey was watching the vultures eat the armadillo all day. And lo and behold, now I'm an expert on armadillos. Everything you would ever want to know about armadillos. Kyle, I just dropped you a link in um, dropped you a link in Telegram. If you want to jump on, you can. You're more than welcome to come on. If anybody else wants to come on, just say so in the live stream we can just go for whatever it is uh it is today i got a little while and then i'm going to be going on porterhouse and teal a little later he is on the east coast or the west coast so he talked me into doing a um eight o'clock central show uh corey will probably be in bed going to sleep and i will be talking all night on uh, another live stream later so I didn't have anything to really do, uh, had scheduled this interview, so I thought I'd just sit around and bullshit with you guys. Oh, Corey needed me to tell you all the name of the armadillo, why the name armadillo, what it means, why they call them that. Um, it is Spanish for little armored one. Uh, Corey thinks that's the cutest name on the face of the earth, and she will now be referring to all armadillos as old little armored one. Um, yeah, the armor didn't work too good against the truck that hit him. So, Kyle says, you want the easy button. He throws it out there. He says, hey, dude, um, I know you're standing there and you don't have any notes prepped or anything to talk about except armadillos. Uh, you want an easy button? I'll come on. Yeah, dude, I'll just talk randomly while I, I go in the background and find you a link, pull it up while I'm still talking, go to Telegram, send it to you. I come back. Hey, dude, just buttoning a few things up. I'll be on in a few minutes. 
<laughs> oh, thank you, Kyle. No problem. No problem. Take your time. Uh, Canadian Farmstead says, hello, Corey. Getting evening. Uh, getting. Oh, yeah. She's in a she's in a better mood. It's in the evening. Uh, usually when I'm on by myself, she is. Um, she is not in the best mood because she's starting work. And why would you be in a good mood after listening to me ramble on for an hour and then have to go in and work for uh, God knows what is that? Eight, nine hours. Yeah. Anyway, um, did you guys know that the armadillo, if properly scared, can jump three to four feet straight up in the air? I did not know that. I did not know that. Did you know any? Uh, what were any of the other facts that you were that you were extremely impressed? Huh? Oh yeah. So so an armadillo can main, maintain up to twelve burrows in their range, uh, and the burrows are about eight inches around seven feet deep seven feet deep um no seven feet deep and 25 feet long 12 of them uh golden crickets was asking what's on the whiteboard that's our refrigerator and basically it says fridge off uh a couple times <laughs> says uh we need black garbage bags i got black garbage bags uh the other day at walmart uh, fridge off at uh 1815 and fridge off that was erased and not just completely erased and uh we need a new dog ramp that's what's on the whiteboard <laughs> uh my whiteboard in the other room yeah that's uh yeah you can't you you are not allowed to see inside my brain like that you would be scared if you were there so you don't want to go there uh canadian farmstead says next up meet the armadillo yeah well Funny thing is, I'm going on Kyle's show on Saturday. Uh, he bribed Corey with pictures of a cow or video of a cow. Um, I, I, I may have instructed him the, the way to get approval for me to, to take some of Corey's evening time uh, to come on his show. Maybe to uh, show value to her in, in me coming on the show. And I said the, the value that, that uh, Corey would really really be interested at the moment would probably be videos of your cow um, or your pigs or whatever. So I would suggest maybe sending her a video of an animal and saying, Hey, can Brian come on my show on Saturday night? Guess what worked? Guess what worked? What's going on, Martinson family? How's it going? Oh God, he's got the Christmas lights on. Yep. Oh, wait, hold on. I just got the TV on with you on it. <laughs> I was on the TV. I'm famous. Uh, oh yeah, you're on a eight, you're on an 80 inch TV. I watch that's you on celebrity. That's every bigger Monday. than real life, I think. Uh huh. Yeah, pretty that's much. Bigger than real life. No, it sure is. <laughs> and listen, I know how to kiss ass, so I'll send pictures if I need to. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird though. That most most people want different pictures than my my wife wants animal pictures. It's fine. But she loves the amazing part is she loves the the cute look at fuzzy playing animals and then she sits here and watches a vulture devour armadillo for six hours straight and it's like life. totally all right. She has the fucking binoculars out, dude. People got to pay for that type of nature. <laughs> she had the binoculars out watching the vultures eat 
the the neck out of this uh, armadillo. It'd be even better if she had it on like a tripod, so she was still working and typing, and then like she'd see something and just like shuffle the chair over. <laughs> she was she was um, she was doing. She didn't have any meetings today, so it was like she could just be nodding her head checking out what's going on and then when the cars would come and all the birds would scatter away there was no action for a while because then they'd get all freaked out for a little bit they wouldn't come back for you know a good 15 20 minutes mm-hmm. then they'd come back and the neighbor's dog would run up and chase them away and then they'd come back and now she's really upset because she they dragged it and the tree is in there's a tree in the in the front of the camper and it's in between uh the armadillo and the camper and she actually wanted me to come and drag it into the yard in front of the camper as you should as a good husband (laughs) no no don't do it no we had freaking when we had the gut pit out back we had like five bald eagles that i knew were going to be there within 10 minutes it was crazy oh elon didn't like armadillos Hmm. fun stuff <laughs> he looks so disappointed in his freeze too. It's like, God damn it, I know it's coming. Wow. There hey, he is. I'm back. How's it going? Good. We missed you. Well, at least you know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. No, where you were frozen, it looked like you already knew you were about to be frozen because it was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell it's coming because the the uh, connectivity thing comes up and it just starts going down real real slow and then sometimes <laughs> it goes back up. But when right. it gets down to just the dot, I know it's about to go and I just like, oh, yep. Here we go. Here we go. No, some of your freeze frames in the morning are so good. They're just so good. You'll just be in the middle of the history segment and it's like, <laughs> yeah. Martinson family thought it was a dramatic pause. Yeah. No, he was, you were really interested in those bald eagles. <laughs> oh, fucking bald eagles, man. No, Dude, they're vultures. They're the we'd red. Have five. We'd have five bald eagles in the fields, like multiple. Oh, yeah. In, Minis- in Minnesota, I mean, we had so many bald eagles. There was, there was um, a field that I used to drive by all the time. I think I posted the picture of the road. Um, with the sun sunrise sometimes yep. over it, um, that same road there was a field, and there was a huge swamp and woods on the one side, and a big open hayfield on the other, and the deer would run across the yep. from the woods to go to the hayfield to graze, and they'd get hit, and then they'd die way up in the field, like they wouldn't die right yep. away. They'd like make their way up there, and I would probably drive that road at least three three times a week, and I would say two out of the three there'd be. 15, 20 bald eagles all in a big patch yeah. out in the field, and they're all just tearing a deer apart. Oh, they're, of course. They're, like, yeah, fighting like with each other, just yeah. big swarms of them. Yeah, up here we have, I like, I feel like, just from, like, what I've seen, we have more bald eagles than we do turkey vultures. Like. Oh, we didn't have many turkey vultures in no. this year. Yeah. No, the bald eagles have kicked their ass. Oh, but. for sure. We had them at the at our cabin that we'd go up to and we'd fish and we would well we'd drink and drive around on the pontoon and mm-hmm. we just the pontoon so the pontoon motor at one point the um, the water circulator was fucked up 
Right. So so it would it would overheat if you didn't drive fast enough. So you couldn't really couldn't really troll for Northern Pike um, right. at yeah. like throttle three. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we tried. Don't don't of get course. me wrong. Like if we were drunk enough, we just wanted to be driving. And so right. we would go around the outside. It's funny how that works. You're not supposed to do it, but it's yeah. a calling. Yeah, I've snagged them that way. <laughs> but anyway, so there are two bald eagles that lived on the lake. And uh, and so they would, um, how you doing? Uh, they would land on a branch and we would drive up to them in the pontoon. And we'd be like, what the fuck? And then we would get under it and then fly to the next branch. And we would keep going. And they were like following us around this lake. And right. yeah, it was, uh, it was spooky shit. Like, I, oh, yeah. and we're fishing. We have fish in a basket on the side of the boat. There was a loon on that lake that would like come right up to the boat. You'd be pan fishing and uh, fucking pull a crappie up. And that thing would like swarm at your crappie mm-hmm. on the line while you're reeling it in. And yeah. then if it was small enough, you threw it back and the thing would just like catch it. Yeah. We've like, got, <laughs> we've got like three loons that live down at the lake. That's like, two minutes from the house it's super shallow like 300 yards out i'm barely waist deep so it's like they freaking love it there but you're but a giant though right oh they're huge dude no you're a giant oh i'm a giant yeah i'm six four yeah so, like, like me. but even still like we, we bring the kids down there during the summer and it's like oh this is you don't have to worry about much because they're waiting out a while before you really got to be scared how tall is your wife 5'11". Oh. Yeah. Mine's 5'2". Yeah. <laughs> did you did you happen to watch my video uh, about the step stool, the folding step stool? I, think I didn't Friday. watch that one yet. The intro was like, uh, do you need to, do you need a fold away step stool to get up into the back of cupboards? Is your wife 5'2"? <laughs> no, my wife's 5'11". We've made, we've made Amazonian children. It's crazy. We've got two daughters and they do like all the genetic or not the genetic testing, but like all the measurements and stuff like that. And it's like, if they continue on this growth path, blah, 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 science, I don't know. But anyway, our oldest, they're like, she'll be probably like right around 5'11". And then we brought our youngest in and they're like, the doctor was like, she will be six foot. We don't know what's after that, but she is going to be six feet tall. It's like, yeah, makes sense. We make farm smoking stuff. cigarettes and drinking coffee now, so it slows her down. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna stunt this. How's this? How's the no smoking going? It's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> did you did you make up for all the time you missed this morning? <laughs> no, no. I. Yeah, I figured this was as soon as I logged on. I'm like, oh shit. We've been on a freaking existential conversation all day, and I'm jumping on a show. No, I, yeah, I know I need to quit one because it's bad for me. Like I get that, but it's like the way my freaking brain works, it doesn't work that way. I don't know. Like, and a big part of a big part of it is like, I'm just like, I have alcohol or I'm an alcoholic for one, but I just have like super addictive personality or so it's like, as soon as I get into something, it's like. Cool. Dude, it's not super addictive just because you like dicks. That's not what that means. <laughs> no, that's for the love of the game. But 
<laughs> but uh <laughs> what's that but Corey had to take drugs to quit yeah oh that's true those those things game those things fucked me up so yeah. check this shit out so i uh I had taken it at one point a long time ago and I was like, I don't know about this stuff, but that was, I, I didn't really want to quit at that point. And then Corey was getting it at taking, what was it? Um, Chantix, I think. And yeah. so I went, I got the prescription to, to, to take it. And the day before I was supposed to start taking it, I went to get my DOT physical for, cause I was, mm -hmm. had to get a DOT health card for driving for service tech. And so I go in there and I'm doing the physical and the guy's like, do you take any, any prescription drugs? And I'm like, no. And he's like, I said, oh, except I'm going to be taking Chantix for a little bit to quit smoking. And he's like, yeah, I can't even give you a card if you tell me you take that. Seriously? He's like, it's one of the drugs on the list. One of the prescription drugs that they won't give you a DOT health card because of the rate of suicide. Uh, suicidal yeah. thoughts on like sudden onset suicidal thoughts where they're they don't feel comfortable giving people permission to drive right no it's it's nuts and it's one of those things like like when i quit drinking i didn't have like one of those like hit rock bottom moments where like i almost died or we almost lost the house like i didn't have one of those moments Literally, I was just coming off like a bender weekend. Like me and my wife had like a wedding to go to and then hanging out with friends who were there for the wedding. Like, so like that Sunday, I was like, I am fucking toast. Like, I'm just going to take a break for a bit because it's like I and I wasn't a bad drunk. So that's the hard part, too. Like, it's like I wasn't falling all over myself. I was the fun guy to be around. Like, hey, let's get Kyle hammered. He's going to drink three times as much as everybody and be the responsible one somehow. Like, that kind of person. <laughs> so when I took a break, I was like, all right, whatever. And then, like, I went into full withdrawals. Like, my hands and feet would go numb at around 3 o'clock every day. Like, I'd have the shakes just crazy irritable like the first two days my wife's a nurse and she's like shoving tequila down my throat like you need to drink this or you're going to have like a seizure or a stroke like you're gonna not be here if you don't drink now because yeah. like you were drinking so much and it's like i was pounding a 12 like 12 to 15 beers on like a tuesday but just like sitting watching tv well, i mean like, that's perfectly normal isn't it no, it's absolutely not. I thought it was. Wait a second. Are you sure? <sighs> turns out. Turns out it has uh, some bad health effects. What did you say? How many did you say? 12 to 15. Uh, like, I, I don't think that's that much. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> well, that and that's like my baseline was so off because I used to drink a 30 rack a day. Like... So it's my baseline was completely off. And then as soon as I took like three days of not drinking, I was like, oh, I'm going to die. And I was like, I don't want to feel that feeling again. Like yeah. we had a one-year-old, like we hadn't started the farm really yet. The butcher shop was kind of there, but I would like, wouldn't stay out there as much as I should have because I started drinking at six and then I'm hammered. Six in the morning? In the huh? No. Six in the morning? Like, no. 
like at night when I got home from work. Yeah, dude. Like I wasn't you can't like drink all day if you don't start when you get up. I know. Well, that's the problem. I didn't drink all day. I started at like 536 and drank till midnight. So in six hours, I'd pound a 12 pack. Well, that's and then so wake fun. up at four and go work at a slaughterhouse. Like you gotta do that day drinking. Yeah. Well, you can't do that in a slaughterhouse, it turns out. <laughs> it turns out that's frowned upon. Can't. <laughs> can't. Right. Um you didn't try hard enough. <laughs> I sure didn't. No, but it's like I knew it. Like I knew I had an issue, but I was like, eh, whatever. It's fine. And then all that happened. So I've been sober two and a half years now, and I just never think about it. Like it's just not a part of my life anymore. But it was like the way I was. There was, but there was a the difference. I feel like there was a moment where it's like, well, this just isn't my life anymore. Like I'm a dad. Like I want to start this business. I want to start this farm. And literally, like my my wife's like famous quote is, "You are a cheaper alcoholic." Like I don't want you to become an alcoholic again. But this farming thing is fucking nuts <laughs> so um it, the farming things making you drink no oh that's the crazy thing that's the crazy thing that people hear is i started farming after i stopped drinking because everyone's like oh, usually that's the other way around usually you're farming and then you just need to drink to not feel pain like i i i quit um yeah, I I had a bad night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh slept in the back seat of a truck. Not oh, the back of a truck, the back seat of a truck, uh six foot four. Uh because yeah, I wasn't because I wasn't welcome in the hotel room with the with some of the family members that uh yeah. I may have had an interaction with. Um and so that day I just I said I'm done. On the way home, I was still drunk um, driving home. I wasn't driving. Corey was still drunk driving, I'm guessing. Um, but... <laughs> but you weren't. That's the important thing. I wasn't driving. I was definitely still drunk. Uh, and I was just like, yeah, I, I'm done. And she's like, yeah, you've said that before. I was like, yeah, nah, I'm done. I'm done for a while. And she's like, well, do you want me to? It's a point. They're she's really like, do you want me to quit? I was like, I don't give a shit if you quit or not. You, I mean, you're welcome to do what you want to do. Uh, she's like, well, do you want me to not have it around the apartment? I'm like, this is way back when we were in an apartment together. Right. I was like, I don't care. I'm just done. Uh, and for like 13 years, 12 years, something like that. I just, whatever. And then I was like, I had, uh, I started making mead and I wanted to be able to taste it. And so I drank some of that. Then I didn't drink. I didn't make it anymore. I was like, ah, that was too much. Drink yeah, beer yeah. down in Texas. And now again, I'm just like, ah. It was too much. Yeah. I didn't want, uh, I was being less productive because I was doing that. So I just stopped again. Yeah. Like I've always like in my head, the way I justify it <laughs> and the way I do it is it's like, all right, I will not drink in new England because I am within two hours away of all of my responsibilities. Like if we go on vacation to the keys or something, I'm like, yeah, I'm drinking. Like I don't have work. I'm, I know myself, like, I know I'm not going to have that sip of tequila and go, oh, oh, I'm back. And just my entire <laughs> life goes off the rails. Like Your head spins around, your clothes yeah. come off. Like the only thing I could think of, did you ever see any of the later American Pie movies? 
like Beta House or anything like that. They had a guy called the Blackout Menace, and it was like he was like playing a piano at this party, like, oh, I'm fine. Oh, I'm not drinking tonight. And he like takes a sip of beer and he's like, Oh yeah. And like the next thing he's like in bed with a tranny and it's like I just, what happened? I just see you being like Frank the Tank. Yeah, no, that's that was absolutely me. Like it was just like we're having fun. I don't care. I've Everyone woken speak. up. No going streaking. <laughs> Dude, I've club. woken up. I've woken up in like cut off jean shorts more times than I can remember. And I don't own cut off jean shorts. I did own jeans though. <laughs> we had a dude that we used to drink with um back in new york that used to always pass out at the fire and he'd, he'd pass out with in a, in a chair like uh he'd bring his own lawn chair and he'd pass out and he would sleep like perfectly still when he would pass out drunk and so then he would always pass out and we would use him to stack cans on mm-hmm. all night and he would just sleep by the fire and in the morning he would wake up and everybody, it was like the alarm clock because he would wake oh, up and cans just everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> no, my, so my buddies, I didn't go to college, but a guy that, that worked at. Uh, I knew State a guy College. that did. Right. I knew a guy. I knew a bunch of guys that did. <laughs> so I met a guy that went to college. We're all on the soccer team at Plymouth State, which was like, it's still regarded as like a pretty big party school. So is they that were, the same thing as like softball for guys? Soccer? Yeah. It might be. Like, but you know, all, all the softball players are friends. Right. <laughs> no, but they had a house. They had a house right on campus. No. <laughs> yeah. So we yeah. I bet you were hanging out there all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. But no, so we would just go there, get there and get destroyed. Walked all the bars in town. It was great. And I would literally every night pass out on the floor and I'd wake up in the morning and my hat. And your ass always hurt and you never knew why. Right. I don't know. I wind my pants down. This feels, I don't know. Um, but no, what I'd wake up and that would be like on the floor, under my chest with my keys, wallet, phone, everything. Everything was always right where it needed to be every time. And I'm like, fucking nuts i don't even remember like 11 what what happened yeah there were yeah i didn't learn uh there were many many years so i quit when i was like in my early 30s mm-hmm. and i started way earlier than that there were and being a bartender for that long oh yeah that's part of lights it. out man it was it was like at your fingertips everywhere. Yeah. Why not? See, take I it? feel like I'd be a fun <laughs> to deal, bar to deal with the drunks in the bar. Yeah. Can we move? Because I'm hotter than shit without that fan on. <laughs> <laughs> the dog came and sat in front of my fan. Oh, yeah. Of course he did. Because he needs to bark out the window. Yep. Because he's an asshole. Yeah. Of course. I know. I'm looking at my idiot right now, trying to figure out what the hell he's doing. He thinks he weighs five pounds, and he's 130. Oh, my uh, my middle one. Well, the most the the heaviest and most retarded one. Like I'm gonna turn this. Look at this idiot. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean. Oh hi. Yeah, we're talking about you. <laughs> it's a beautiful <laughs> lamp, Kyle. Huh? It's a beautiful lamp. 
Thank you. My one that's uh, 180 pounds uh, is insistent that he's that he lays underneath my table, like where my feet go. So anytime I get up to get a beverage, I take a leak, grab something out of the other room. If I'm out of this chair for like five seconds, he is charging at it, pushing the chair out of the way and diving right there. If the chair isn't in the way, but it's like, so he can't like do a big U-turn and lay down. He, he has learned how to go and turn around and back in under there and lay down. And he's gotten to the point where now he can back in and turn his ass end while he's backing in so he can curve around the chair. Oh, he's standing here right dogs. now. He's standing here right now trying, trying, trying to figure it out. out. Oh, my God. That's a lot of spit. That's so Unreal. much. What tattoo does Corey have on the back of her neck? <laughs> it's uh uh it's got about four different names but it's uh it's a triad of triangles because my wife has like the celtic cross triangle on the back of her neck tattooed there she's gonna look up the name i can't remember okay. uh, it was just something that she got she had hair down to her ass at one point right huh? the vulcan knot I think that's the one my wife has. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll bring it, put up a picture, but she she got it on the that was like her second tat second you got third maybe she didn't have any when she met me. <laughs> I didn't have any. I didn't have any when I got with my wife, and then I started. That hasn't stopped. Well, it has because I have no money, but. <laughs> I got it. Hold on here. All I can see is a tail behind you. Just going. Yeah. And then the slobber. Uh -huh. You can almost hear it. Uh... Yeah, my wife has. Uh, no, maybe it's not that, but it looks identical. But hers is like Celtic. It, it's the same, but not. It's it's the yeah. same, but it's identical, but not the same. Well, no, it's. I almost wanted to come in and show you. No, it's like a Celtic cross. She got it from like this famous guy in Boston who does like Celtic like design tattoos. Her partner was uh -huh. getting like a sleeve. Yeah, and then. Uh, she was like, well, I wanted to get something. So she literally just got like a Celtic knot like in a triangle tattooed on the back of her neck. I don't know. I thought it was funny. I was like, no way. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, smoking cigarettes. Oh. Yeah, not good. Don't do it, kids. <laughs> get as many as you want. Corey and I actually drove past the tattoo parlor the other day, and I was like, I really, I really just want to get a tattoo. Uh, oh, I'm dying for one. That's like the one on your. Yeah, that. <laughs> I, I have that on my calf. Yeah. Uh, but we were driving by the tattoo place, and I was like, I, I want to get a tattoo. It's been too long. And she's like, Yeah, me too. I've been thinking about it. I was, she's like, We really shouldn't spend the money right at the moment. And I was like, Yeah, I was thinking I wanted to get like a $40 like shop special. I don't even give yep. a shit what it looks just like because. just to get one. 
I don't care anymore. <laughs> there was, there was. Have I, at I, her. You got an apprentice? Have at her. You have to. The. <laughs> Give me the worst you got. Call me practice. Um, if I can cover I it up almost, somewhere, fuck one, it. One of the last time we went to Key West, I had to get pulled out of a tattoo parlor because, like, you were they have your penis. like, huh? You were showing your penis. Nah, again, it's it's a problem. I'm trying to solve it. I'm working, but no, they have like the henna tattoos down there too, like at all the boardwalks, and it's like, oh, come get this. And one of them was the Pillsbury Doughboy, and I thought that was so fucking funny. So my wife stopped me from getting the Pillsbury Doughboy <laughs> tattooed, like as a tramp stamp. I was committed. The guy was like, "I'll do that for thirty dollars." <laughs> like, I don't care. I'll do it. All he wanted was the cost of the needle. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> "That's great." Yeah, I got dragged out of there. That's great. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know what I. I mean, I would be up to do one of the gumball machine ones. Yeah, why not? Fuck it. I mean, it's I only have three at the moment because I didn't spend all my money in my early 20s to get a tattoo for, like, I don't know why. I'm kind of pissed at myself I didn't now. I was making stupid money. Like, and because now it's like I have so many ideas and just no money. I, I was making stupid money and spending more than I was making, so it was just a drop in the bucket. Yeah. But no, it's like I got this one in Key West. It's like a whale that it's kind of like a family thing for my wife's family. I literally got this one in Hell's Kitchen in New York City from a guy with a teardrop tattoo for like 80 bucks. And then like, this is the only one that I actually like, I really love how this came out. Like, what is it? It's a deer skull. Oh, okay. But it's, it's something I can never, I can never catch it enough when I see video. No, so it's... I see it now. Yeah. But the part that pisses me off, and it's something that I and only... Like, me and only me will ever notice. The guy who did it, I found out, like, after the fact. Like, it was kind of like the new guy at the shop that, like, I trusted. I trusted the shop. And they're like... The guy's like, listen, this isn't my style. Like, I can do it, but it's not going to be what you want. I'm going to give you to this guy. Like, he'll take care of it. And he did a great job on the sculpt, but he was like a former vegan and like that all of a sudden that four hours like became a nightmare of being there. Like, I can't think of any more conversations to have with you. You're literally stabbing my hand with tiny needles and I need you to do a good job and finish it. So I'm just going to shut my mouth like kind of conversations. But those guys know you on purpose. You know that, right? Well, no, no, no. I can definitely see how he fucked this up. He didn't realize there are different types of deer. So he just probably Googled deer skulls. No, no, dude. They fucked you on purpose. They gave you an ex-vegan to sit there and get a tattoo from. Matt would do that. But no, if you look at the antlers, I wanted a white-tailed deer. I've got a mule deer. I've got a mule deer antler and an axis deer antler. Like, I don't know if he just really fucked it up or was trying to do something with, like, perspective. But, I like, it bugs me so much. Because I did look at it. Did they let you look at it before they put it on you? I did. But I was so, I was more looking at the skull itself. Because that's what I was, like, really worried about getting done. 
I want to get the antlers touched up and like well, darken. I mean, jackalopes are pretty popular and they're not real. I want to get this longhorn skull that's behind me. I'm getting that here. And I'm going to have the longhorn come up and just cover that time so you can't see it. And I'll stop thinking about it. Don't do that. It bugs me so much. Don't do that. You got you to gotta <laughs> leave it there forever. Because it's also the only part that sticks out of the glove. But you can, be, you can be like, yeah, I shot this deer. I took a picture of the skull and had it tattooed, and the picture was in a fire. It was the weirdest deer ever. It was like a mutant cross between a between a mule deer and an axis. <laughs> yeah, I was out in Arizona in the mountains hunting elk, and this thing came screaming at me. I had a bow. I drew down on it, and I just poked it right in between the eyes. See that? There's a dot on the skull where I hit it. Yeah, and then I pulled skull right off the deer and i smoked meth out of it right there in the mountains it was the most travel experience i've ever had awesome peyote <laughs> no it's literally no one I has ever noticed it peyote. yeah I no one has ever noticed it once back. and it's like it kills me every time i look at it for zero reason <laughs> like it is what it is it's on my wrist no one can see it but i Dude, know i have one that i got for one of my dogs and this lady was like Oh, I'll do this and this and this. And I was like, okay, draw it up. And she drew it up and it looked decent on paper. And I was like, okay, it's just, it's just a fucking guide. Um, because the guy, the guy had always gone to, he would, he would put straight lines and stuff on, but then right. it was just a guide for him. He was all shading. He did all the, the Celtic shading stuff and all mm -hmm. that. And so I was like, okay, this is just this chick's guide. And she's going to shade it in and going to do it, you know, it'll look right. I got done and I was like, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> see, I haven't had one of those yet. Like, I haven't had one of those moments. And I like, was just like, whatever. It is what it is. It's got the right, right. date on it and it's got the right dog name on it. And it Why is not? what it yeah. is. And so whatever. So now at this point, I'm like, fucking let's roll. Give me, yeah. give me the token to put in the gumball machine. I want to see what I get. Fuck it. Yeah. No, because the one that I'm like still kind of like, eh, is this whale? It's like not shaded super well. And it's all black, like, but he just didn't put enough color into it. And I wish it was on this opposite shoulder because I have so many ideas for a full skull sleeve. And now I just have this fucking like tribal orca on my shoulder. Do you even like uh, whales? Yeah, I do. It's more it's more of a family thing, um, for my wife's side. They uh she lost, she's lost both her sister and brother to like different genetic stuff. And uh, it's been a little tough. So we did a forever. We haven't done it. Uh, last year was the last one. We used to do motorcycle rides, like a charity yeah. ride. And they were huge. Like they, ended, they started out small and became freaking huge. We'd have yeah. a couple hundred bikes and stuff like that. And her sister loved whales. So oh, I thought you were going to say they both died in whale accidents. No, yeah. Whale attacks. No, um, but the killer whale was like the logo for it. So okay. I, so I married my best friend's sister. Right. So I was part of the family for a long time before I was part of the family. And everybody had the killer whale tattoos. So when we went on our honeymoon to Key West, we got tattooed. We, I got my first tattoo there. 
and she got one so she got a dragonfly because that's like the same kind of like metaphorical like thing for my side of the family when it comes to death of like oh you see a butter or a dragonfly and it's like oh they're here it's all right we've had some weird shit with dragonflies yeah dude i I could talk for like 40 hours and not get to like a quarter of the story. I yeah, but I I'm just trying to put this together. You were part of the family, so your best friend was like your brother, and you ended up marrying his gay sister. So that was like your gay stepsister. Well, if you want to put it that way, I guess so. <laughs> I'm, I'm still fine with it. <laughs> no, like, I love it. I used no, to, I love I used it. That's call, great. No, like, that's, I used to call his mom, mom. Like, I know school. exactly what you're yeah. talking about. I, I, yeah, I still have a, I have a friend that, uh, it's mom one, mom two. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, before we were dating, I wouldn't marry that, his sister. I was, though. Like, I was managing, like, the base camp of the charity while everyone was out on the ride. Like I was the one setting everything up. So it's like, I was always for all of these events, everything that happened with the family, I was always there. So it's like that all of a sudden, um, we started dating and it was like, Oh, well, I don't have to do anything about this. This is great. <laughs> I already, know, I already know the family. <laughs> you stopped helping with all the events. No, of course not. No. Then as soon I as you better, I don't have to do any more of this. Yeah. That's what you were trying to do the whole time, weren't you? You yep. were just trying to get in her pants. Yep. Bought the cow. Here we go. <laughs> Shame on you. Uh, Did you feed all those hungry bikers? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It sucked the first year. The or, No, it was the second year I did it. Like, it got big all of a sudden. And we hadn't adjusted for how much bigger the event was. So it was 97 degrees in a, like a Harley shop parking lot. I was on two like Weber grills, flipping burgers and hot dogs for like 200 people who all just got back from the like being on a ride for like four hours. And I am slinging burgers and dogs. Like at one point I asked, Actually, I gotta ask you something. At one point during that day, did someone say, "Hey, are you got any hot dogs done?" You're like, "I got a hot dog for you." <laughs> I got pretty pissed towards the end. I'm not gonna lie. Literally, I asked my wife now, my brother's sister. I was like, "Can you get me a bottle of water?" She's like, "Yeah, of course," because I was dying, and it was literally just because all of the grease from the burgers was like so hot on my arms and I couldn't stop. I literally took the water bottle and just did this and my arm sizzled. And she was like, what the fuck just happened? That I was like, I don't care. Do. Get me more water. Like, <laughs> That's not smart to do that. No, no, it wasn't. But I was, I was in the, but at least she got a really cool tattoo to cover it up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the weeds, man. I can't, don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah. Well, I gotta probably take a break because I gotta go on another show later. You sure do. <laughs> I'll pop that on. I'm glad I was able to help you out for a bit. You, how late do you stay up? I stay up pretty late. Nice. I Man. don't. Well, it's only eight o'clock here. It's not even. Eight I might. I could possibly start nodding off during this interview. Oh, 
now I can't start, wait to starting watch. Starting at eight o'clock. Now I can't wait. No, no I, I stay up. I'm usually up till nine thirty, ten at the yeah. at the normal. Well, these goddamn kids freaking sleep train us to where it's like our youngest is now finally like starting to really sleep through the night. But for How a long time, youngest? sixteen months. Ah, oh, yeah. dude, like eight eight weeks, nine weeks. You just let them cry all night. They'll eventually go to sleep. Uh, I'm aware. Long story. But anyways, she's now finally starting to really like, cause she was sick for a little while too. Like it's just been a shit show, but she would always wake up around 11 o'clock midnight. And I hate waking up to go get her. I would much rather be tired from staying up. It's a different type of tired. I feel like, like if you just go to sleep right after and you're a little tired cause you were up late over you're up for a half hour dealing with her and you, that weird like of going back to sleep i just feel like crap the next day so i'd wake Wait, i'd stay up till 11 or noon or 11 what, not 11 or noon 11 or midnight what, what is this shit that canadian farmsteads rattling about a tourist submarine to the titanic has gone missing wow are we the breaking news are we it <laughs> we i think we have broke news on this show before though it was either my show or the after party. I think we broke news on the show. I can't remember what it was. They've officially eaten all four feet off the armadillo. <laughs> we watched. Uh, well, she's like, she's like, oh yeah, I went right right for the head. I go, yeah, I ate the eyes out first and then the tongue. And she's like, now yeah. it's pecking its throat. And I was like, yeah, that's the soft tissue getting in there. Yeah. I guarantee later I told her that the armor the armor yeah. can withstand a uh an alligator bite. All right, that's pretty cool. And uh they are are uh, expected to migrate as far north as Massachusetts within the next uh 70 to 80 years. Really? They're getting more cold weather tolerant, is what they're saying, or that and the combination of the of the uh, average temperatures going up uh, no, uh, higher in the country, right. right? But yeah, they're adapting on the on the they've they've moved from Central America yeah, all the way into Southern Illinois at this point in Nebraska. Yeah. So, well, that's like coyotes too. Like we never had coyotes out here. Like coyotes are a new thing to like this area. Like not new as in like they were here yesterday, but like. If you look at how long people have been here, like in North America, like I thought you meant like recently you started getting no, like when in, no no in no New like, Hampshire, and I'm like, are you retarded? <laughs> yes. Um, no, hey, like, doggy. How when are you the doing? when the settlers came, like there weren't coyotes out here. We still have wolves. Like once we extirpated like all of the large predators out of the Northeast. Like all the coyotes moved up, but now we got my, my favorite was when they reintroduced the timber wolf to the Rocky Mountains in Montana. Yeah. Reintroduced it. It was never there to begin with. No, it was not. No. <laughs> We're gonna reintroduce it. No, and like where'd all I've the heard, like, and moose go? Right. No, absolutely. And it's like hearing like stories from like the trappers and stuff like that, that were trapping the wolves to send to like Montana and Colorado or like Yellowstone. They're like, we grabbed the nastiest, biggest, 
angriest goddamn wolves we could and sent them to the States. It's like, great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Well. All right, buddy. You have a great evening. We'll uh, we'll have another in-depth chat, this time about my life, on Saturday when I join Kyle Sounds on good, meet, meet the Critters. Yes, meet the we'll Critters. We'll be talking Armadillo and all sorts of things. All sorts of fun stuff. Hopefully Armadillo. <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> Bye. Later. All right, well, that was kind of an impromptu episode of lots to talk about. Uh, guests have, is- have issues, things come up, and we had to cancel. So if you're listening to this and you were expecting to hear from Matt Garner, um, you got Kyle Perot instead. Oh, wait, that's Kyle Peralt for all you people up there in New Hampshire. Check out the body shop uh, in Effingham, New Hampshire. Kyle is a, uh, as a custom exempt butcher up there. And uh, this has been another episode of Lots to Talk About, and we will talk to you next time. I can feel the sun.